you're tuned in to the Trademark Productions podcast, discussing all things web, tech, marketing, design, and business from sunny Detroit. Sound good? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. It is another day of podcast magic here at Trademark Productions. We are Dwightless, but we have uh, Sarah Goodlaxon, our fearless account coordinator, sitting in, and we have a very special guest, Mark Bogoff, who is with Stockyard. And if you're not familiar with them, shame on you. Um, Stockyard is a great story in and around Detroit. Started as a pop-up dinner for friends of Mark, and quickly grew to friends of friends to complete strangers. Is that fairly accurate? Yeah, I mean, everything evolves <laughs> that way, that manner. And eventually grew into a food truck and supper club. a supper club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lots of great things, which Mark will talk about. But yeah. really what we want to talk about today is a little bit about, you know, what's going on in Detroit. Food is a little bit of a catalyst for change and specific to Stockyard. They've done a great job on social media, which brings it full circle to us. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into that. Um, Mark, give us two seconds about the inspiration behind it. I know you were... Uh, in Chicago for a bit, came back, yeah. which yeah. seems to be a trending story. I lived outside of Michigan for a long sure. time myself, and it seems like we've got a re-influx of people coming back wanting to do things that are young and energetic and creative and fun, and right. food seems to be a central component to that. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. For sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I personally kind of uh, was interested. I know I grew up in restaurants. I always wanted to work in restaurants. Kind of an easy job, doing other <laughs> things, thinking about what you want to do, and then in hindsight, it's what I love doing right so you know but you weren't home you weren't trained as a chef though i worked with some i worked with art smith in chicago right he definitely um i did not go to culinary school per se it's okay but uh, i guess uh, (laughs) i had years of in kitchen experience and all all aspects of the job front of the house and whatnot but yeah i think um personally i you know i always had the idea of working for yourself as you know ideally which you know I, I guess, wanted to do. Um, I don't know why, per se. <laughs> I think I just always had ideas for things. and never You were really a maverick knew. and you didn't want to... No, I just never really knew how to go about... Show up on time? Well, no. <laughs> quite punctual, actually. Can't try to be. He was early yeah. today. Well, except I was across the street. But that's a, <laughs> we that's figured a, it that's out. That's a different story. <laughs> um, regardless of that, though, I think I, I, think I just want to do something here in ho- like home where I grew up. Because, um, you know, I think it really we were lacking the food definitely in the area. Yes. I, uh, I, I guess I wanted to eat the way I was eating in Chicago, and I was introduced to food right. there. And, mm-hmm. you know, was, everything was definitely spaced out and coming about. And, you know, I was home for a couple of years and trying to navigate how to do this and what to do with uh, the resources I had. And, um, you know, we kind of just started doing a dinner at a friend's space to see – you know what it would be like to kind of just do something on your own and it, right. it you know worked out where it kind of sparked other ideas i guess right and then those evolved over time so yeah yeah when you first started those dinners in pontiac did you have any idea it was going to develop into no, what it is today yeah, i mean <laughs> or a vision or a dream or there's always an, a direction i think that i was thinking about but i think even those thoughts have evolved i um i definitely just kind of take everything in and just see where it will, where I'll be happy, and where I think the business will be successful, and you can kind of, uh, I guess, navigate the pathways in that manner. For me, at least, that works. So, so this is kind of a, uh, I, don't, I don't know, a, a macro view of it, and maybe putting too much emphasis on it. But do you think food 
has been the biggest catalyst for change. Um, I think in the last year or two, personally speaking, I've seen, you know, there's been tons of new restaurants that opened. um, And it just seems like there's this wave of people finally wanting, you know, something different, something new. Obviously, we're years behind other major, you know, uh, major metro markets. Um, But do you think it's been one of the most powerful forces for change? I think it's a driving force for any neighborhood or city in general. I mean, you you see what a lot of people are doing in different areas, and it's cool to see the excitement around it and and be a part of it and and know the people that are doing it. And it's kind of a a tight-knit community, except there's a lot going on. So it's hard to kind of stay on top of what everyone's doing, but at the same time, it's exciting. Right. Um, You know, to see people that you know execute a vision is really cool, especially before it's, you know, conceived. Do you think your level of success thus far, you know, would be possible? I mean, I'm sure on some level it could be possible outside Detroit and or the sort of why Detroit question of, you know, why would this work here? Why is it the right moment? Or was was it not that thought out? You definitely think of things in that manner. But, you know, I think Detroit kind of being a Midwest town and kind of on the insurgent of, you know, coming back here definitely presented an opportunity for me personally being from the area and, you know, from a business standpoint and the connections you have growing up and the people you know. And I don't know why I don't want to run away from that as I'm starting a business, I guess. Right. And so that was definitely a conscious but subconscious decision, I think, for choosing to stay here and do something here and want to be a part of the scene and the growth of the city and and food and, and just our businesses in general. It's cool to see what people are doing. How, how have you found the, the business climate? Because I know even as recently as I think about three years ago, mm-hmm. within the city of Detroit, trying to get permits for food trucks was insane because of the legislation that was you know antiquated. Sure. Um, how are you finding that, the business climate in general, for people like you that are you know young entrepreneurs that want to invest? I think just being, you know, having perseverance, I think, and just kind of asking around and trying to figure out how to navigate the pathways because there's really no handbook I guess too right. and the nature of it being mobile presents a couple other obstacles I think rather than having a brick and mortar to start I guess and with there being a lot of gray area in itself in the with, law with, yeah, yeah. Right. so you know you, you partner with businesses that you kind of feel like are like minded and that you you know it's just I think there that was the initial idea I had um, that would make the brand itself come across as Hey, look at we're all kind of doing cool things together, right? And let's feed you, and you can be here at this place and enjoy what's going yeah. on. And I think it's just you know a coming together of everyone is what I enjoy a lot, and I've begun to really form relationships with people in, in the city and partner on things, and definitely see a growth um, personally, but also for the business and everyone else's businesses connecting each other. So, tell us a little bit about uh, you guys were just at opening day. Uh, that hot dog you posted looked yeah. amazing. <laughs> it was a good dog. Um, it did. It looked yeah. um, I was trying to get them to let me leave work and drive yeah. down, but well, next time we'll do this to remotely. No avail. Yeah, yeah. next go. time we'll do this remotely. That's a good idea. Um, I had some hot dogs in the Thanks, thanks. You need to say you're gonna break yeah. something. Specific, <laughs> specifically food. A nice hot dog, yeah. But um, and I know you guys have done some stuff at Shinola, which obviously sure. they've done a lot. Um, to you great. know, they've got Detroit right in their name, and they're you know from London to New York, everywhere sure. in between. So they're obviously a big Detroit cheerleader. Um, but just tell us a little bit about you know what's going on and you know how you're keeping up. And obviously, thank you for your time for being here because I'm sure you've got tons of other things going on. Yeah, we're just kind of getting the spring and summer schedule lined up and where we'd like to be with the truck and kind of uh, figuring out the next step with the truck also you know I've, I've how do you map out where you're going to go or is that a you secret you don't you kind of <laughs> just go with it you, you try to have an idea I think 
you know, last year we just did everything we could. Right. And then now I think this year you use a little more of a, a playbook to it, or at least a thought process. Right. More so than just grabbing everything and, you know, because you want it to be worth everyone's time, but also enjoy where you're at and, you know. Make money. I think, yeah. Of course, that's, <laughs> we can be honest. It's yeah. okay. Of course. That's, that's the goal of anything, right? That's Whatever okay. you did last year seemed to work, I think. It was the, the word it was, was good, spreading was like wildfire. No, it was cool to it see it grow and, and be, you know, on it every day and yeah. take it out and just try new areas out and see you know, what was around and what other people were doing because then you start to see other trucks kind of congregating. And I'd personally like to see more of that. It's It makes it easy for people to find everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah we kind of fly by night a lot, which is <sighs> there's pros and cons to it, I think. Right. Um, I think that having a a court of some sort. A lot of people are, you hear a lot about it, but you don't really, I haven't seen anything personally come well, to light. I know they've done, they've done that in other cities, you know. Uh, it seems to work well. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes sense. It's your sort of mobile food court. And there's rallies and things, but it's more so a lunchtime spot I would like to see personally right. somewhere. I wonder if it's possible to have some kind of a widget where you could, like, drop a pin on the website. So people go to the website, where is he at today? Well, I was going to... We kind of do that yeah. in regards to all the media sources, but then it's more yeah. so like if you don't catch it, right. you, you're gone. Right. And so you try to post some sort of schedule with um, the business itself and where you're going to be and what you're doing, but a lot of stuff you pick up the week of. And has has social helped you in that way? Um, you know, obviously Twitter, that kind of thing. You still sure. need to be paying attention to it, but yeah. being mobile and, you know, live tweeting or whatever where you guys are going to be or Absolutely. Facebook. I think that's kind of the way that I'm sure everyone who started a food truck has seen right be done in the sense of marketing um and letting everyone know where you're at but yeah i think social media for me personally i i, I like i think instagram is really cool to form relationships mm-hmm. and see what other people are doing and, and food photography is it's fun for me so right it's cool partnering with other photographers that just do awesome shit and you can see their work with your food it's just a really cool collaborative thing that i guess i I think I look at after it's all said and done and then think about it a little bit more. So let me give a quick plug to the Instagram page. It's at Stockyard underscore Detroit. Um, Twitter is Detroit Stockyard, and then Facebook is Stockyard. Det. D-E-T Stockyard. I'm I'm sorry, D-E-T Stockyard, yes. Troubles when everything's taken. Right. But specific to Instagram, I mean, you guys have amazing photography, both of the, you know, the plated dishes, the food, and the actual spaces, uh, you know, beautiful build-outs for the dinners that you guys Mm do. Talk to me a little bit about how are you actually shooting those photos? Are you using professional photographers? Oh, there's do, some you people who have seen me do it. It's quite humorous, I would imagine. <laughs> you don't, do you don't want to give away trade secrets? <laughs> I mean, so you find a nice light, you find a background, and so you it's, just maneuver things wherever you can. So it's literally just an iPhone? Everybody's For a me personally, I don't, have, I don't have the camera I would like, but I have friends who do great work. So fortunately, so they like to come out the spaces and kind of eat for free yeah, and I'll feed trade them services. And, uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. That's no, definitely I, in the forefront a little bit more here, too. So I, I was curious because obviously the photos are top-notch, and I was yeah. going to say oh, if you were just doing that off the oh, cuff, man. then Thanks. you're a genius. <laughs> so, so in this case, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Correct. Sometimes. Correct. Nailed it. Yeah. What, um, as a chef, though, uh, from a workflow perspective, right, you're, you're preparing for a dinner, you're prepping, you're doing all these things, mm-hmm. and then what's that – Oh shit! Moment of I gotta post this to Instagram or I need to upload this to Facebook. <laughs> I mean, how does that how does just, that work? For I just have a notebook with me at all times. You kind of just check it off and work through it. And now now I have it. You know, the system's down. I guess in in a, in a sense of I don't forget too many things, but there's always something that slips through. Okay, just because the nature of it being mobile and you're you're moving things, there's locations and people and right. a lot of coordination going on. Um, 
it does go smooth for the most part. I think from the guest perspective, it goes a lot smoother right. than my perspective. But you know, I enjoy them. So yeah, I was just <laughs> I was just curious because mm-hmm. the, it, if you're you know focused on a task to feed yeah. fifty people. Sure. And you need to get something. Something can't burn or overcook. It's like a beautiful ballet. It's just all synchronized, <laughs> and you just everything there we works go. together wonderfully. And but the music's all you in like your head, thing. right? Yeah. yeah. Right. A beautiful ballet. So of the Instagram, I think is where you guys have gotten the most traction. Yeah, um, that's, I mean that's that's what I use. Have Have you done like any? Uh, have you done any actual, you know, quote unquote traditional marketing, or all your growth has just been purely organic? Um. Yeah, I'd say it's an organic Just growth. word of mouth. Yeah, and for then sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the budget accounted for anything I, like, <laughs> of that nature in the beginning, but... There was no budget? Right. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you get to where you... Hey, now. That's you work with each other. My next question, of course. Yeah. Um, can you tell us... What's this? Oh, that's your takeaway. That's oh, a, wow. That's a yeah. gift for you. Look at that. Our poor podcast listeners can't see what oh, we're actually it. doing here. Well, we can post a can picture Can you tell of us that. the secret mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of when your next supper club is going to be? Do you have that planned? Um, we're trying to get the truck going right now. Yeah. I do have a um, kind of a cool dinner I'm doing with uh, James Regato from The Root over at Baco in May. He's going to actually be the sommelier for the dinner. Yeah. And I'm going to do the courses. So I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's all he's, over the place, yeah, too. He's, he's, uh, he's a fun dude. Yeah. He, um, kind of hopping around eating some food we, yeah. we're going to come back and collaborate on that and he um he's big into wine so he's gonna he's gonna be the sommelier for the evening yeah. and we'll probably post tickets here early may for that and cool. get the truck stuff rolling here so yeah as we were doing all of our our research to get ready for this podcast yeah. i missed it everything was sold out for this past month and i was yeah. really sad so one thing i didn't want to i wanted some food well one thing though, you guys do have a little bit of era mystery um, yes. around, you know, the dinners and sure. I, I found you guys randomly on on uh, on Instagram. Somebody else I was following mm-hmm. posted something, mm-hmm. and and that was how I found you initially. And the website at the time didn't have a lot of information. Right. And it was very, it was very Detroit esque in the you know anybody that remembers the. <laughs> The rave days, it was like you had to have a phone number, <laughs> and you had to knew, know who had the phone number, and then sure. you had to go to a map point, and then it was this sort of cryptic thing. So right. was that intentional to keep the exclusivity? You do want to talk about it because that's your secret sauce. Um, no, I think... Because um, it was, it was you, you were basically teasing everybody with these amazing images, <laughs> but you couldn't figure out how to be invited. The, <laughs> to be honest, it was more so what... I, I just like to plan the menu like last second for things. I really just like to go to markets and see what I can find, and do it a couple days in advance so everyone likes to have all these menus in advance and personally I, I don't like to do that I mean I can I can do that I just don't enjoy doing it um, that's the thing I think why I think I post things later mm-hmm. in general I keep things a mystery and, and because there's two things going on also you know we have the truck going and this we kind of find a gap from you know what's going on to squeeze one in so I guess it all kind of happens fast and I, I think I think just being able to do a menu Sooner to the date is what I guess the inspires you. Force behind that is for, for okay. sure. Yeah. Well, no, it's interesting. Well, that was like um, was special it? sauce, right? What's <laughs> it? <Special Yeah>. sauce. <laughs> Procrastination yeah. is a special sauce. It's working. No, the, th- the thoughts are there. Yeah. Don't worry. It's just well, no, there's there's something to be said for that. Have to be fresh, right? Yeah. <laughs> there there's something to be said for that. I yeah. mean, uh, was it Prince just announced a concert on Monday that yeah. he's playing Prince. Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting, you're yeah. in good company. We're all excited for Prince's show now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
that was spreading quickly too. Yeah. Everyone's really excited. So one last question here, wrap things up. Um, you know, what's your? Well, actually, a couple last questions. I told you I was going to throw some rapid You're fire, at rapid you, fire, and I didn't tell you what they were. So, nope. um, I'm nervous. What advice do you have for you know people either uh, you know whether it's Detroit or anywhere else? Uh, you know, for an aspiring entrepreneur, obviously, you got to have drive and perseverance. Uh, you talked a little bit about relationships. You know, what helped you get started? What helped you overcome? Um, you know, roadblocks. Uh, you know, financing can obviously be an issue sure. if, if you don't have friends and family with cash. You know. After 2008, you know, I think banks have kind of yeah. loosened up a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's still not as easy it was, as it once was. Um, you know, just any kind of wisdom that you want to put out there for the <laughs> the aspiring entrepreneur sure. or the the 50 year old guy sitting at his cubicle hating his life that decides yeah, I mean, he needs a change. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he's going to bring it back. Don't personal okay. advice. I don't know if it's advice as more so as it is just if you have an idea for something and you think it can work. Be resourceful. Just do what you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I think, a good way to just build something and, and stay persistent. Like, keep after it. If you want to do it, just try to do it. And I'm, I mean, this is still in the very beginning stages for me personally, and there's a lot of other things that I want to see this evolve into and other projects take shape. But I think there has to be stepping stones. Mm-hmm. And I think to do something on your own to see where you can get with it. And then, you know, time and other circumstances will definitely evolve it. So... Um, I would definitely say just, you know, do what you can with what you have. That's the start. That's very good advice. Yeah. So a few rapid fire questions. This is new to the podcast, but thought maybe it would be fun Can given our, given our uh, <laughs> sure. given our subject matter and if you have any Sarah that come to you off the cuff fire away. But um, your biggest food inspiration? Oh man, nature. Nature? Weird. Yeah. Like trees, bark? <laughs> I don't know. I go outside and I just think about food. <laughs> it <Okay>. sounds insane. <laughs> but um, but it, it, no, I can. I think my mind is more calm when I'm outside. So it's okay. just easy to focus on food. You know, so, so nature gives you clarity, which in turn leads to menu inspiration. Sure. It's okay. Like, that's, yeah, that's you good. Can, you, can use, like that. you can use that. Um, <laughs> TM. Your, your, your one go-to ingredient. It was cumin for a while. Why? I don't know. I like Middle Eastern food. I like that flavor. It's kind of a punch that people don't expect a lot, but I see it a lot too now. And I don't know. I think you just get sick of tasting something also, so you just move it around and move on to something else. Is that still valid, or you're searching for the next no, one? No, it's, it's always something. I think I just noticed it more so in things more than I was planning for it. Right. Because it just lent itself to a lot of ingredients. So. Okay. Um, drink of choice. Right now, I, I start drinking Mexican beers. Mexican beers. Yeah. Pacifico? Yeah, let's do it. I guess I wish you, guys, you guys have beer, don't you? We, we do, yes, actually. we do. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Not Mexican, but... No, that's okay. Which we could get. We could. Modelo, yeah. Um, favorite, favorite food city? I don't know. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me... I don't know. It's been a while, so I, I have to say, you know, Detroit right now. That's exciting. Yeah. It okay, so then, so then, for but I haven't taken any inspirational trips lately. For all our out-of-town guests listening, um, and if they were to come here, mind besides besides Stockyard, obviously, uh, yeah. where would you recommend? Oh, there's this taco spot on John R. and Fort Fourteen, I think it's called Tienda. It's a little Mexican market. Mm. And oh yeah, they have some killer tacos and tostadas in there. Okay, cheap too. Bueno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, all the Vietnamese spots up and down John R. and Madison Heights there. Those are all 
good to so go. So you want you like to go off the uh, off the grid? No, yeah, it's fun to kind of just go and eat good food and not have to the hoopla of dining sometimes. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, there's um there's some people doing some good stuff in the city dining dining wise. I'm starving yes. now. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sarah, do you have any? You want to put them on the spot any further, or are we done? We're done. Okay. We're good. Well, Mark, thank you very much for your time. Um, Stockyard again, check them out uh, at Stockyard underscore Detroit on Instagram. Mm -hmm. D-E-T Stockyard on Twitter. Got it. And Stockyard on Facebook. Yes. Wow. Thanks, guys. You are welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Remember, you can post comments or want to be on the show. Head on over to tmprod.com and hit the podcast section. All content on this show is copyright by Trademark Productions or their respectful owners and cannot be reproduced without express permission. Thanks for being a part of Rebuilding Detroit with us.